the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by We Know Medicare. Welcome to We Know Medicare, keeping you in the know on all things Medicare and providing you a wide range of options and valued advice for improving the quality of your health care and your life. Get unbiased direction along with valuable tips and tools for achieving the best health care plan available for both you and your loved ones. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. It's We Know Medicare. And now, here's Dan Larry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I have the really great, distinct honor of bringing on a repeat guest. Uh, you know, the show's a big fan of Jesse. So, everyone, I want to introduce you to Jesse Gammies. Uh, he is the vice president and Med- Medicare regional president uh, for Humana. Uh, welcome to the show, Jesse. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you this morning. You know, it's really great because you and I have been to, you know, se- several events together with lots of agents around. And, you know, I always see people milling about and talking to you. And the one thing that I think is really important to talk to with our listeners is to talk about from just a Medicare perspective, you know, about about what to do when they're turning 65 during a non-open enrollment time, meaning, uh, you know, they're not in the annual enrollment period from uh, October 15th to December 7th. What, uh, when should someone start looking for Medicare uh, when they're turning 65? Dan, that's a great question. Well, first of all, it's uh, individuals that are born, you know, from 19 to now, 1958 uh, are turning to 65 this year, right? So, yeah. That means that they're uh, eligible for Medicare and need some uh, to make some decisions. And typically that period of time in which they can make that decision is a, se- a seven-month period, three months before they turn 65, and then three months after they turn 65. So they'll want, they don't want to start thinking about what their health insurance needs are that uh, best, meet, uh, best meet their uh, unique needs. Right, because it's not a one-size-fits-all situation. I and mean, there's a myriad of of things people want and and there's a myriad of options out there so when we look at these types of things what kind of choices does a person have that when they're turning 65 in terms of just medicare in general yeah that's a great question so when you turn 65 you have uh, choices around um, you know you have what we call original medicare and that we those are broken up into part a and part b and those are provided directly through Medicare, which is a government-managed program. And Part A covers uh, hospital, and uh, Part B covers uh, the medical insurance. But it does not include uh, things like prescription drugs or supplemental benefits like vision and dental. Also, there you know there's no networks. That means they can go to any doctor who um, accepts Medicare. Uh, you you also have the choice to think about uh, what we call Part D, which is a drug benefit or medical supplement plans. 
are also we call them Medigap, which is sort of extra insurance available through private insurance companies that uh, cover additional costs that might not be covered by original Medicare. Or you can go to uh, a plan like Humana. Uh, we call it Medicare Advantage or Part T, which is you know private companies like us, Humana or others, who offer uh, additional benefits like dental, vision, hearing, and prescription drug coverage. Uh, through medical uh, plans, and they have flexibility to add supplemental benefits. And, you know, uh, Medicare uh, Advantage plans do provide networks, uh, and they also have um, maximum out-of-pocket costs, and some even have zero premium or low cost sharing. So, you know, as you're turning 65, you have lots of uh, options and lots of things to be thinking about in advance of that time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when, when you know, and our listeners are hearing you, Jesse, and they're like, okay, well, there's original Medicare, there's parts A and B, and and sure, we know what that covers, but also with original Medicare, um, there are uh, some deductibles, there are hospital uh, co-payments, there are some things that there are no limits on, right? There could be a lot of -of out-of-pocket expenses. And then that's kind of where, you know, um, that part D evolved from there when you know, uh, people are looking at these catastrophic illnesses and they have these huge uh, drug costs. And so, you know, Part D is put in place to help protect them. And that's Part D is something that you have to have um, even if you just have original Medicare. Isn't that right? That's correct. Right. So, so and it's very important. I, I think you've made some absolute strong points. And, you know, we estimate that Medicare covers about 80% of the healthcare costs. So, that means that individuals are going to be picking up that the additional cost. Right. And so the individual picks up that 20% and um, there's no ceiling on that. There's no safety net. And I know that there are plans out there like things with a Medicare advantage that, uh, you know, have these, I guess you would call them limits, <clears throat> maximum out of pocket expenses. And so it really does give the consumer uh a lot of choices. Wouldn't you agree? There's a, so many choices that it could be overwhelming for folks out there. Yeah, I think that, that's absolutely correct. And so, you know, there are lots of ways in which um, you can get additional support uh, with uh, choosing the, the, the plan that you'd like to be on. You can talk to licensed sales agents, for instance, would be one example, but there are many others. Right. And there's also Medicare.gov where people can go online and look at their different options. Um, but I think again, Jesse, it's all about what one's personal needs are. And I have seen in many households where there are, uh, people, husband, wife, or, you know, significant others and different health needs, different, you know, types of insurance needs, um, someone on original Medicare, someone on a Medicare supplement or a Medicare advantage. So I would, I would think that, um, you know, one of the hardest things to do as a Medicare, uh, a company that deals in Medicare like Humana, is how do you balance all of those needs of consumers? I mean, there must, uh, you know, your your team must go through a lot of data research, uh, you know, regarding your Humana and the plan design. So are there any points you'd like to make to our listeners on the depth that goes into a lot of your research and how you design these things? Yeah, so we're looking at, you know, our Medicare Advantage plans are, you know, we're focused on proactive care. So, you know, primary care, behavioral health, 
uh, we're looking to be able to improve our long-term health outcomes, right? Uh, so that, right. that's that's one of the, the, the things that we look at. We look at, you know, adding uh, benefits like we talked about uh, in many of our plans with dental, vision, and hearing, which are important. Uh, on some of our plans, we're able to offer things like uh, transportation or additional preventative uh, treatments on the dental side or travel benefits. So we're sort of... Uh, uh, looking across the, the the marketplace with consumers and and making sure that we do our best to fill their as you sort of describe the diverse needs of the population and we you know and Medicare Advantage will offer um, many plan choices uh, but that's what we do at Uvana. You know, and I think that's really great. And I I've looked at a lot of uh, Humana marketing material. Um, and you have a lot of multicultural resources for folks if English isn't their primary language. And I've seen the pieces in in Spanish and and different Asian languages. So it's I think when it comes to that, you know, you are looking at the community out there and you're helping them with some of the most important, if not the most important decision uh, regarding the rest of their life. Wouldn't you agree? That's a big responsibility. Yeah, it's very important for us to understand the needs of our diverse populations. Uh, you know, so some populations might uh, prefer uh, things like acupuncture, for instance, might be a, a benefit that, that somebody prefers. So we, we evaluate that based on each of the marketplaces and then make sure that we're uh, offering uh, services in, in, in material and multilanguage. So that's that's critical for us as we think through our plot design and our uh, service delivery you know, and that's really, uh, I, I can imagine the work that goes into that. And, and I wouldn't think that that's like one or two people that work on that. It, it would seem like you would have a big team behind you just in this process of developing plans and working with the communities. You know, alone, set aside the team that helps with the, the consumers, you know, down on the street, so to speak, and those that help all of the agents. But it just must be really interesting how your think tank goes into that process and, and how you deal with CMS themselves. That, you know, Medicare uh, must be really, uh, you must be exhausted when you go home, Jesse, because I can imagine what it takes in the mind processes that you have to do that. And so I wanted to applaud you for all of those efforts. But, uh, just have to ask, after a day of doing all this stuff, you must go home exhausted, right? I mean, just... Yeah, well, first of all, I'm really excited about uh, the role that I have. So, um, you know, at times it can be uh, tiring, but we, we at Umana work, like you said, with a collective team. We work with our partners and, and be it our provider partners, our agent partners, or our call center partners to, you know, gain feedback so that we can, uh, again, and our members produce the best plans and that excites me and gives me energy. So um, I want to make a, a difference in healthcare. Well, and that's awesome because, you know, I see that in, in having, uh, you know, I've been to the broker rollout meetings. I've been to your think tank meetings where you're talking to agents about what the consumers, I've not ever been to a consumer one. I'm not a consumer of Medicare yet. Um, pretty soon though, but uh I really do appreciate how you do connect with the audience, whether it's the agents or the consumers. And so, you know, the one thing that I would like to always 
say to you, Jesse, is you're welcome on the show anytime because you give great information to our our listeners. And uh, Humana does a lot in our communities. So I think it's really great that we, we get to have you on there, on this show. <clears throat> Just wanted to, in the last couple of minutes, you know, there's been a lot of uh, rule changes lately because of, uh, I guess, that what they would call some of these television commercials that have been go- going on uh, and, uh, you know, misleading uh, clients. What What is... You know, how is Humana dealing with all of these changes with Medicare uh, regarding these regulations? I know your compliance department helps us out all the time, but how do you watch all of these changes to Medicare? And, you know, when people change their star ratings or the movement back and forth, how does that kind of just shortly, how does that affect you? And what do you guys do to kind of watch what's going on? Yeah, well, uh, well, first of all, you know, first we're going to be a compliance organization. Uh, as you had mentioned, you know, we have a team of individuals that support um, our plan design and our plans and us in the region. So, um, you know, we work with them to ensure that we're compliant with all the Medicare rules and regulations. So it's uh, it's important that we, uh, you know, stay on top of that. And I'm very fortunate to have experts who, uh, do that every day and uh, are monitoring any changes and making sure that uh, we are compliant with those. But you know, it's a it's a it's a process, and it's important for the government to have that you know appropriate oversight of, of uh, you know, and like you had mentioned earlier, an important uh, part of what uh, people need at the end of the day is their Train 65, which is you know a plan that meets their need, be it Medicare Advantage or uh, original Medicare. Well, thank you, Jesse. Everybody, this is Jesse Gammies. He's with Medicare Regional President for Humana. Stick around. We'll be right back. What's in a name? No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, we know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Currently, we represent 16 organizations which offer 275 products in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov, 1-800-MEDICARE, or your local state health insurance program to get information on all your options. And now, more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you topped off your coffee. <clears throat> you know, I wanted to, uh, you know, I always find great pieces of information on uh, all of these great things, that either from Medicare themselves or 
the Kaiser Family Foundation. Uh, uh, and this one is here from CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. So this is, uh, this is right from their fact sheet called Medicare Prescription Drug Inflation Rebate Program, Part B, Rebatable Drug Coinsurance Reduction. Yeah, it's a mouthful. So uh, back in August of 2022, President Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act uh, into law. And uh, among some of the provisions in this uh, law, uh, lowers the cost of health insurance for American families, and it gives peace of mind uh, to millions of seniors and people with disabilities by placing an annual cap uh, on out-of-pocket uh, costs on Medicare prescription drugs. So uh, this new law uh, makes improvements to Medicare that will expand benefits, lower drug costs, keep prescription drug plan premiums stable, and improve the sustainability of the Medicare program. Now, the law provides meaningful financial relief for millions of people with Medicare by improving access to affordable treatments and strengthening Medicare both now and in the long run. So one of the questions is, is, what is the Medicare Prescription Drug Inflation Rebate Program? Well, uh, the new drug law requires drug companies to pay a rebate if they raise prices for certain drugs faster than the rate of inflation. Now, this rebate is paid to Medicare and will be calculated and invoiced by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, that's CMS. Now, the law establishes Medicare Part B prescription drug inflation rebates for single source drugs and biologicals with prices increasing faster than the rate of inflation and provides for lower Part B beneficiary cost sharing on these drugs and biologicals. Now, in addition, the law establishes Medicare Part D prescription drug inflation rebates for certain drugs and biologicals with prices increasing faster than the rate of inflation. And collectively, this program to implement these rebates is referred to as the Medicare Prescription Drug Inflation Rebate Program, or simply the Inflation Rebate Program. And people wanna know um, how people with the Medicare benefit, under the Medicare benefit, uh, inflation rebate program works. So this uh, master Medicare prescription drug inflation rebate program may discourage drug companies from increasing their prices faster than the rate of inflation. Uh, beginning April 1st of this year, uh, 2023, people with Medicare uh, have seen some lower out-of-pocket costs for certain Part B drugs and biologicals with prices that have increased faster than the rate of inflation. Uh, for these drugs and biologicals, uh, the beneficiary coinsurance will be 20% of the inflation adjusted payment amount and will be less than what the beneficiary would pay uh, in coinsurance otherwise. And what's important to know is the timeline for when the drug companies will uh, first be required to pay the rebates on the Part B rebatable drugs and when people, that's all of us consumers, will see this uh, benefit. So back in January 1st of 2023, that's when the first quarterly period for which drug companies will be required to pay rebates um, for raising prices that outpace inflation 
uh, on certain Part B drugs. On April 1st, people with original Medicare and Medicare Advantage may, depending on their coverage, pay a lower coinsurance amount for certain Part B drugs with price increases uh, when with higher than inflation. So if the price of the drugs increased higher than inflation, then uh, the consumers would see a drop in their prices. Now in 2025, that's when CMS intends to send the first invoices to the drug companies for 2023 and 2024 rebates. <clears throat> so what is a Part B rebateable drug? So the law defines a Part B rebateable drug to mean a single source drug or biologic product, including certain biosimilar biological product, which are generally injectable and infused drugs or biologicals administered by a physician in a doctor's office uh, or hospital outpatient setting. Now, the law excludes certain drugs from definition of Part B rebatable drugs, such as Part B preventative vaccines. So the preventative vaccines don't fit into that category. Now, will the Part B rebatable drugs have a coinsurance adjustment change each quarter? You know, that's a really great question people are asking. Um, <clears throat> the quarterly drug pricing files are updated quarterly based on sales data submitted each quarter by drug companies to CMS, Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services. Therefore, it's possible that the Part B rebatable drugs with a coinsurance adjustment could vary from quarter to quarter. And following that up, uh, the, another question that comes up is, will Part B rebatable drugs have a reduced coinsurance for each quarter? So people with traditional Medicare and Medicare Advantage who use these Part B drugs may, depending on other health coverage they may have, pay a reduced amount for their coinsurance. Now for each quarter starting in April 2023, CMS will specify whether a coinsurance adjustment applies to the Part B rebatable drug for the calendar quarter in the quarterly file on the CMS website. Now this will be determined on a uh, quarterly basis. And another question that comes up, are the Part B rebatable drugs that have coinsurance adjustments identified in the average sales price files themselves? So yes, each year they're going to, um, in beginning in April, 2023, so they've already started this, CMS specifies whether a coinsurance adjustment will apply to a Part B rebatable drug for a calendar quarter in the public files on their website. Now, these Part B rebatable drugs, uh, the beneficiary coinsurance will be 20% of the inflation-adjusted payment amount, which will be less than what the beneficiary would pay in coinsurance otherwise. So the quarterly files can be found um, at uh, Medicare Part B drug average sales price. You just go into uh, your internet search bar, and put that in, and you can get a lot more uh, of that information. So uh, how does this change in coinsurance affect the, the health care providers for these Part B? So um, as a beneficiary, you're going to pay less in coinsurance for certain Part B rebatable drugs. And then Medicare will make health care providers whole by paying the difference between the Medicare allowed amount and the adjusted beneficiary coinsurance after applying the Part B deductible and prior uh, any prior things that they would need. 
and Medicare will specify whether a coinsurance adjustment applies to a Part B rebatable drug for calendar quarter in their files. So uh, this is really good because they are really watching and staying on top of um, all of these um, prescription drugs and running out of control. So I wanted to, to really say that when you are looking at this, uh, and I'm going to come back in another segment and talk a little more on this, but you have some really great things happening that started this year and it's reducing coinsurance on some drugs. It's reducing things. And especially with these folks that are on part B uh, biologicals <clears throat> and, and biosimilar drugs, uh, these are quite costly. And, you know, when they're getting them injected and they're getting them infused, uh, and you're getting them in like in an outpatient or a hospital setting, you know, it's, it becomes a quite costly uh, event for you all, all consumers, right? And for Medicare beneficiaries. So it's really important to, you know, make sure that as you are um, aging into Medicare or maybe you've had a disability for two years or longer and you're, you're getting into to Medicare yourself, it's really important that you look at all of your options out there. But the first thing I feel you should do as a consumer who will be going into Medicare is to educate yourself on Medicare. What is original Medicare, as it's known? Original Medicare, where it's a basically an 80-20 plan, meaning uh, Medicare pays 80%. Uh, the beneficiary pays 20%. There are co-payments, uh, there are deductibles. <clears throat> and so, uh, you know, you if you're on original Medicare, your Part B premium currently for most folks is 164.90. Uh, you have a Part B deductible of $226. Um, hospital deductible of $1,600 in original Medicare. And that's per admission. So there isn't a cap on that. And, uh, and so there's a lot of things with original Medicare that, you know, will help you. And it's a really good thing that with original Medicare, you also have to have what's called a prescription drug plan. So you, you would have to purchase that as well. And, and, you know, everyone should deserve quality, affordable health care that's easy to access and simple to use. And no two folks uh, have identical health care needs. Even identical twins don't always have identical health care needs. And many times, uh, you know, you go into a household and there are different Medicare companies uh, being uh, insurance plans with one individual, another company with another individual. Uh, it could be someone on original Medicare. Someone could have an advantage plan. Someone could have a supplement. But it's really, there's a lot of information. And so it's really important that you educate yourself on Medicare before you start making your choices for which plan you're going to go on. And don't be sold by, you know, anything that's flashy and shiny do your homework first and really understand the basics of Medicare on how it works, the A, the B, the D, uh, C, 
um, and Medicare supplements, it's really important. And one way you can do that is reaching out to us at WeKnowMedicare.org or call us at 877-346-2060 and we would be happy to help you. So we're going to go take a break. I need a refill on my coffee. Stick around. We'll be right back. What's in a name? No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, we know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation, 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060, 877-346-2060. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Currently, we represent 16 organizations which offer 275 products in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov, 1-800-MEDICARE, or your local state health insurance program to get information on all your options. And now, more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. Hot coffee. Got to watch when you put that to your lips. You know, I wanted to to stay on the topic of the Inflation Reduction Act uh, because, you know, the the, the last segment, I gave you a lot of heavy information about how the rebates and how that works and how, you know, there's fluctuating information. But here's, I want to give you some, some news to really tie it down and how it helps you as a beneficiary. And if you aren't a beneficiary, it's something that maybe as you're aging into Medicare, you can look forward to. And as a caregiver or a healthcare provider, this is great information for you as well. So um, the Inflation Reduction Act limits uh, out-of-pocket drug costs. It caps insulin copays and makes vaccines free. I mean, that's, that's, you know, great. And so, um, you know, the good news is uh, with this is the amount of money that beneficiaries in drug plans will have to pay for their prescriptions each year will be capped thanks to the provisions of the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Now, this new law makes other changes to the program's Part D benefits, including putting a limit on out-of-pocket payments for insulin and making vital vaccines free. So uh, Nancy Lamont, she's AARP's Executive Vice President and Chief Advocacy and Engagement Officer. She says that there was previously no limit on how much a person on Part D could have to pay in a given year. And 1.3 million enrollees spent more than $2,000 each in 2020. I mean, you add up that information uh, 1.3 million times 2,000. That's a lot of money. 
And with, and with many of the other provisions in the new law, the changes to the Part D, out-of-pocket spending, it's going to roll out over the next several years. So um, let's talk about how the new cost-sharing rules will work and when they're going to start. So um, the implementation, Im implementation timeline of the prescription drug provisions are like this. In 2023, it requires drug companies to pay rebates if drug prices rise faster than inflation. We talked about that on the last segment. It limits insulin co-pays to $35 a month in Part D. And it reduces costs and improves coverage for adult vaccines and Medicare Part D, Medicaid, and the Children's Health Insurance Program. In 2024, it's going to eliminate a 5% coinsurance for Part D catastrophic coverage. It's going to expand eligibility for Part D low-income subsidy full benefits up to 150% of the federal poverty level. <clears throat> and from 2024 to 2030, uh, there will be limits on Medicare Part D premium growth to no more than 6% a year. As you roll into 2025, <clears throat> it adds that $2,000 out-of-pocket cap in Part D and other drug benefit changes. So once you get into 2025, you're going to have a 2000 out-of-pocket cap for all of your drugs. That is amazing. Now, 2026, it's going to have, these are going to be uh, implements from 2026 to 2029. There will be Im implements in negotiated prices for certain high-cost drugs. In 26, they're going to start with 10 Medicare Part D drugs. <clears throat> In 2027, there's going to be 15 more Medicare Part D drugs negotiated for those certain high-cost drugs. 2028, it's going to be uh, Medicare Part B drugs, 15 Medicare Part B drugs, and another uh, 15 Medicare Part D drugs. And then 2029, they're going to add 20 more Medicare Part B and Part D drugs. So this is really amazing stuff. Uh, and those of you that are aging in now uh, or going in because you're two years or more disabled, you know, 2023 is really, you know, the, 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 where we're starting this, this, this liftoff, if you will. You're, you've got controls on insulin at 35 a month, and it's really great. So when you look at this, uh, out-of-pocket costs are going to get capped. And the big news for beneficiaries is that at the beginning in 2025, the maximum amount that one will have to pay out-of-pocket for prescription drugs each year will be $2,000. So let's talk about some of the important details. This out-of-pocket limit applies if you get your prescription drugs through a standalone Part D plan that people enrolled in original Medicare signed up for, or if you have access through Medicare through a private Medicare Advantage plan. Now, most uh, Medicare Advantage plans have uh, prescription drugs embedded in them. Uh, they call the Medicare Advantage 
prescription drug. Now, the amount of the cap could change over time. If what Medicare Part D spends on prescription drugs per enrollee increases, that $2,000 a year cap could also rise. And if your Part D or MA uh, plan, Medicare Advantage plan, has prescription drug deductible, that will count towards your cap. So if your deductible is $100, once you've met that, your out-of-pocket costs will be capped once you've spent another $1,900 that year. So if your deductible is $100, the cap of Medicare in 2025 will be $2,000. Once you spend that hundred, the remaining nineteen hundred, if you hit that, you are done. If you hit that the next two or three months, you are done. So in 2022, the maximum deductible Medicare allows a Part D plan to charge is 480 a year. And many plans have lower deductibles and some have no deductibles. So really good information. And in 2024, the year before the out-of-pocket cap takes effect. Medicare beneficiaries will no longer have any out-of-pocket costs once they enter what Medicare calls the catastrophic coverage. Now, in that stage, the way the catastrophic coverage works in 2022 is that once an enrollee's out-of-pocket costs reach $7,050, they have to pay 5% of their prescription drug costs with no limit. However, beginning in 2024, that 5% coinsurance requirement will be gone and enrollees won't have to pay anything for their prescription drugs for the rest of the year. So that's really amazing. Once you're going to hit that and the way they've changed that and it, it basically is removing the donut hole, this is a really huge benefit. And another change to the Medicare drug benefit that begins in 2025 is the requirement that Part D plans offer enrollees the option of what is called smooth cost sharing. It's really smooth cost sharing. So what this means is you can opt to have your out-of-pocket costs spread out over the year. This is designed to protect people from being hit with such a big drug bill at one time that it may discourage them from filing their prescriptions. So meaning you get a prescription drug and it's a couple thousand dollars and you're like, well, oh no, I'm I'm just not going to have this prescription filled. Um, You would be able to take that and spread that out with what they're talking about in smooth cost sharing. And What's also great about this this reduction act is premium increases will be limited. So according to the new law, beginning in 2024 and continuing through 2029, Part D premiums cannot increase by more than 6% a year. In 2022, the national average for a Part D drug premium was $33.37 a month. That's the, the amount of the premiums varies widely depending on where you live and the plans you select. So that was the national average. The other great thing is that insulin charges are curbed and beginning uh, this year in 2023, co-pays for a 30-day supply of any insulin 
that a Medicare drug plan covers uh, will be capped at $35. Part D plans will be required to adhere to the $35 co-pay limit, even if an enrollee has not met their annual deductible. Uh, the price could go lower if insulin becomes a subject uh, to negotiation with drug makers. Given that, uh, although the monthly maximum copay will be $35 from 2023 to 2025, beginning uh, in 2026, the first year negotiated prices will take effect. Insulin copays will be $35 or 25% of the drug's negotiated price, whichever is less. So it could be going down or possibly remaining the same. And many, many vaccines uh, are, are free, uh, no cost, right? Beginning uh, January of this year, Medicare enrollees won't have any out-of-pocket costs for vaccines uh, that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices uh, recommends for adults. And Part B, uh, Medicare Part B applies to doctor visits, diagnostic tests, other eight, any other outpatient services, and already fully covers some vaccines like flu shots, pneumonia vaccines, hepatitis B inoculations, uh, the coronavirus shots, uh, as well as any of the boosters. Uh, 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 but other vaccines, most notably the expensive vaccine for shingles, are covered under the Part D prescription drug plans. And many of these plans currently in, require enrollees to share the cost of those shots. Uh, and the new law eliminates that cost sharing. And, and Medicare is going to keep continuing to, uh, you know, look through this. Um, and in 2026, 20, they're going to negotiate, like I said, you know, prices of 10 drugs following by another 15 drugs the following year and additional 20 drugs in 29 and beyond. And any drug maker that refuses to negotiate may face a tax penalty, though the tax may be lifted if the drug maker chooses to withdraw their drug from Medicare. So when you look at this, there is a lot of good things happening and they're lowering prescription drug costs. And that's important because people do make choices for food, prescriptions, splitting pills in half, not taking them because they have to pay rent, utilities and that. It's really important that people have quality, affordable health care that's easy to access and simple to use. We're going to take a break. Stick around. We'll be right back. What's in a name? No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, we know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Currently, we represent 16 organizations which offer 275 products in your area. 
please contact Medicare.gov. 1-800-MEDICARE or your local state health insurance program to get information on all your options. And now more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Well, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. You know, I wanted to talk to you uh, about an article I read. <clears throat> it was uh, published by the Kaiser Family Foundation. Uh, they are an independent source for healthy policy uh, research and polling and news. Uh, they are not the Kaiser Health Insurance. This is completely different. Uh, this this uh, article uh, written by... Uh, Jeannie Binnick, Meredith Freed, and uh, Anthony D'Amico and Trisha Newman uh, back in May of this year, uh, you know, they're like, they have this really great article on half of all eligible Medicare beneficiaries are now enrolled in private Medicare Advantage plans. And so they were taking a look at, a look at this. And so according to a recently released uh, data uh, from the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid Services, you know, that's CMS, Medicare Advantage now provides Medicare coverage for just over half of the eligible Medicare beneficiaries. In January 2023, 30.19 million of the 59.82 million people with both Medicare Part A and Part B were enrolled in a private health plan. And Medicare Advantage uh, you know, which is a private plan alternative to traditional Medicare, covers Medicare Part A and Part B benefits, and typically in most Part D benefits, often for no additional premium other than their Part B premium. And insurance companies uh, contract with Medicare, with the Medicare program, and receive payments for providing these services to the beneficiaries. Now, enrollment in Medicare Advantage has increased dramatically in the recent years. In uh, 2007, less than one in five, that's 19% of the Medicare eligible beneficiaries were enrolled in a private plan. The growth in enrollment is due to a number of factors, including the attraction of extra benefits offered by most plans. And, the, and those could be like vision, hearing, and dental services. And the potential for lower out-of-pocket cost spending, particularly, particularly compared to traditional Medicare without supplemental coverage. <clears throat> and Medicare Advantage plans also offer the simplicity of one-stop shopping, if you will, in that enrollees do not need a separate Part D prescription drug plan or supplemental coverage. At the same time, Medicare Advantage plans typically use tools to manage utilization and costs that may limit access to care, such as prior authorization requirements and referrals for specialists and mental health providers. Um, For example, in 2021, Medicare Advantage enrollees submitted 35 million prior authorization requests. And in, in addition, Medicare Advantage plans generally require enrollees to receive care from an in-network provider or pay more out-of-pocket 
uh, for out-of-network care. And so the, the Advantage plans are quite similar to what a lot of folks had on their group uh, health care plans when they were, you know, working. And so uh, similar in using those types of networks. And as the role of a Medicare Advantage grows, so does the interest in understanding how well the program serves the increasingly diverse group of enrollees who receive their Medicare coverage from private insurers. And it includes a disproportionate share of Black, Hispanic, and Asian and Pacific Islander beneficiaries. Um, recent evidence uh, on how Medicare Advantage companies compare to traditional Medicare found a few differences between these programs. And additionally, these gaps in data make it difficult to evaluate plan performance, including uh, assessments of impact on the value and equity of these plans. And, um, you know, their data they used was from the CMS Medicare Advantage enrollment files for every year that they researched. And when I did a little deep dive in this, you know, as you have more people coming on to Medicare Advantage plans is because they see it as quite similar to um, what they had in while they were working in their group plans, you know, and it's tying in uh, some additional benefits. There's There are folks that may want to choose a Medicare supplement. They have other needs, but I'm looking at a chart that I want to try to articulate to you that is looking at Medicare Advantage enrollment as a share of the Medicare Part A and Part B population. So, you know, as I stated back in 2007, the initial enrollment was, uh, you know, down 19% for Medicare Advantage plans. You know, from 2007 to 2014, so seven year span, it went from 19% to 31% of people in private Medicare Advantage plans. And it, it took another big jump from 31% to roughly 39, almost 40% in 2019. That's a big swing. And the, to jump again from that 2019 where you're nearly at 40% and to jump up to another 10%. However, by 2023, we're only talking three years that it jumped 10%. And, you know, this is a huge number of people. That's 59.82 million people are enrolled in Medicare Parts A and B as of January, 2023. And half of those folks are Medicare Advantage plans. And as the research is showing, and I'm not advocating for them because everybody needs quality affordable healthcare that's easy to access and simple to use. Not everybody needs the same type of care. We all need quality care, but some people may have higher care needs. And so your options are plentiful out there. <clears throat> and when you have such a huge number that's jumping and especially saw a seven-year jump then you saw you know a two-year jump 
And then a three-year jump up to 50% and half the beneficiary population, you know, out of almost 60 million people, you have 10,000 people aging into Medicare, uh, turning 65 every single day of the year, 10,000 people. That's a lot. So as you can see, this growth is growing. And there's a lot of insurance companies that work out there in this field. And as this is growing, the Medicare Advantage number is growing, um, you're seeing the Medicare supplement world shrink a little bit and the Medicare, uh, original Medicare world shrink a little bit. Because I mean, if you look at this pie and you know those are the three pieces in it, then obviously if, if half of the folks are enrolled in that um, and if the other two were split accordingly, you know, this is a huge part of the population that is looking for this type of all-inclusive type of healthcare where you get your health, your part A and your part B and your prescription drugs encapsulated into that. It may not be the choice for everyone. There are networks. Um, but again, if you've been on a, a consumer or a group health plan from your work, you probably had a network too, um, probably had some co-payments, some deductibles. So the whole thing is that when you look at this and people are making these choices, why are they doing it? And don't do it just because your friends do it. They're doing it because of their own particular health needs. And one of the best ways to, to understand what your health needs are, besides what your doctor is telling you, but from a, a risk management perspective, if you will, because that's what insurance is. It is risk management. And as you are you know, retiring from the workforce, um, you have a nest egg and you don't want to burn through your nest egg or go into any type of financial constraints because of a healthcare issue. And so we feel that you should protect yourself manage that risk. If you manage that money that you you have saved to retire on, and that's a fixed amount, your monthly income from what whatever sources those are, are fixed amounts. And the only thing that's the wild card in this game is healthcare. And depending on how you set yourself up from healthcare, um, you could leave yourself up to some very large numbers. Um, medical bankruptcy is one of the things that wipes out folks in the senior population uh, if they aren't protected well. That's not to scare you. It's just a fact that's out there. And when you see all these people looking at these beneficiaries, they're seeing the caps put on things. We talked about the prescription drug caps. We're talking about the maximum out of pocket. So it really is interesting on how the population is really gravitating to this and it must show that it's working. So what do you do as a consumer? First, you need to have, to be educated in Medicare. Um, we like to call them Medicare 101s and understand how Medicare works. And it talks about the different types of Medicare Part A, Part B, Part C, Part D, Medicare supplements, what's an Advantage plan, how do they put together, what does it look like in the space? And then from there, you, you want to have uh, work with a, an agent or a broker who will sit down with you and do a needs analysis of what your particular needs are. <clears throat> if you're active, you know, you're, what are you looking for? 
you know, do you, do you travel? What, you know, do you take prescription drugs? And, and the needs analysis is important because what it does is it analyzes your healthcare needs and then sets you in a direction with what you educated yourself with Medicare, uh, done the Medicare 101. And then you have this needs analysis that can help you then understand which plans suit your needs best. And how do you get that? Well, one of the ways that you can do that is you can go on to weknowmedicare.org, look around the site. You, there is educational material on there for like Medicare 101s. There's information if you want us to contact you, uh, if you want to get, send us some information, if you have questions about Medicare or Medicaid, uh, you can go to questions at weknowmedicare.org. But just give us a call at 877-346-2060. We'd be happy to help you. I want to really thank you for listening in. I want you to tune in next week because quality, affordable health care that's easy to access and simple to use is what you deserve. Bye, everybody. Be good people. We hope you've enjoyed today's broadcast of We Know Medicare. We Know Medicare is a dedicated resource and advocate for Medicare eligibles and independent of both individual insurance companies and Medicare itself, allowing them to provide unbiased assistance to Medicare recipients in need of a quarterly health care plan. Visit WeKnowMedicare.org to learn more. That's WeKnowMedicare.org. And tune in next week for more We Know Medicare. This pre-recorded program is sponsored by We Know Medicare. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.